the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. This is my first day back in 2020. Wow. It's a brand new decade. And guess what? 2020? is our 20th anniversary right here on Faith Talk. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Beautiful day throughout all of West Central Florida. A little bit nippy outside. Going to be a little bit cold tonight, but I want to just tell you how good it is to be back. Had a chance to uh, spend some time um, with the family and uh, doing some chores over the last uh, week or so. And uh, I am uh, anxious to be back with you and anxious to spend some time with you. Well, 2020 is here. And uh, before a couple of days ago, people were talking about the fact, hey, are we going to have a return to the roaring 20s? And that's referring to the the 20s of the the last millennium. Well, I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. But nonetheless, um, we have uh, started out the year with uh, with a huge news story that we weren't anticipating even all the way up to uh, after right after Christmas. And that is that the um, the standoff between the country of Iran and the United States of America has taken yet another uh, step uh, toward uh, the potential for a major confrontation. Now, What's happened is, is that uh, the president, and we're going to talk more about this during the next hour, uh, the president uh, was none too happy that there were American service personnel or American citizens that were put in harm's way by either Iran or any of the surrogates of the country of Iran. And so the president acted. And I hope that over the last uh, few days that not only have uh, you been keeping an eye on what's happening there uh, in Iran and the taking out of uh, the general that uh, was in charge of the superior uh, Iraqi militia. And by the way, you know where he was taken out at. 
He wasn't taken out in Iran. No, he was taken out in Iraq. In fact, he was taken out at the Iraq airport. And uh, so what has happened is, is that the Iran surrogates operating out of Iraq, they attacked our U.S. embassy in Iraq and uh, have put Americans in harm's way by virtue of that attack and other threats. Now, let me share a little bit uh, as you're praying for this, and we don't know how this is going to end. We don't know what the outcome is going to be, but there is a a pretty good chance that if Iran carries through with uh, its most recent threat, there could be uh, attacks on military installations, could be also attacks on American contractors or civilians, And uh, that is what has caused the president to act. Talk a little bit uh, before we get into some of the other things I'd like to discuss today. But keep in mind that during the 4 o'clock hour, we'll talk about what the American policy is toward Iraq, what the president's policy is toward Iraq, give you a little bit more of an understanding. But uh, we will cover that story in the 4 o'clock hour when we are joined by Uh, our uh, audience, our platform there on the answer station. Well, we've started a new year. And I would venture to say that um, some of you had um, a great Christmas, a great New Year's. Some of you had, well, maybe just a mediocre Christmas or New Year's. And some of you maybe, maybe going through a difficult time. Maybe this is the first Christmas you've been without a loved one. Or maybe without a spouse, or something's happened with one of your children, or you lost your job. All sorts of things go into that mix. And want to just tell you that I'm sensitive to that today, and sensitive to uh, the question is, where do we go from here? So, share a little bit about uh, my opportunities, um, and uh, had a chance to... Uh, head up to Mount Dora the last few days and uh, tell you what, they've got the, what's it, the Reganers Flea Market, the largest, excuse me, antique mall with the flea market next to it, the largest such uh, operation in the state of Florida. Plus, Mount Dora is just a very special place, uh, the Christmas and New Year's with all the decorations and getting a chance to get out and walk with all of the shops and the historic aspect of Mount Dora and so we had a chance to experience that for a couple of days. We basically had a staycation this year. Didn't go anywhere far, didn't go anywhere elaborate nor expensive, just sort of hung in close to home. And uh, we are uh, we are getting used to the two new additions to our family. And uh, those two additions include a mix between a chihuahua and a dachshund. And also a corgi mixed with a a dachshund. And so uh, we have uh, Midnight, which is uh, Zach's designated new dog. And then um, we also have uh, a little puppy. Uh, Zach's new dog is about three years old. And uh, our little one, 
like to call her a Tootsie Roll. That's not her official name, but uh, we've been dealing with a puppy. And so um, in addition to our two cats, I'm getting ready to file for an agricultural license uh, for livestock since we are having uh, so many animals. Just kidding about that. But anyway, we uh, spent some time getting some chores done and uh, getting restored with uh, um, routines back on this Monday afternoon, and I'm sure you are as well. This is going to be an exciting time because 2020, I think back to uh, when I was uh, growing up and even today, I was uh, pretty much of a history buff, but I went pretty much up to, well, the, 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 the ending of um, the Spanish-American War. Of course, that was 1898. I know that, uh, of course, World War I was in the era of 1917, and, and then we went into the Roaring Twenties after World War I, then we had the market crash, and then we uh, had uh, World War II. And so as we think about this decade, it was during that time, of course, I followed the presidency of McKinley and uh, uh, Roosevelt, as in Teddy Roosevelt. But uh, as I reflect on the fact that we're already in 2020, it seems like it was almost yesterday that we were concerned with what was going to happen when we went to uh, 1999 to the year 2000. Remember about uh, all of the speculation about the clocks, energy, and all of what may happen when we roll over to a, a new set of a new set of a decade or a hundred years. Well, none of that really came to pass. Uh, but even though we had 9/11 not soon after that, it just doesn't seem to me that we've gone through another 10-year period. But we have, and now with 2020, it doesn't seem like. Salem here in West Central Florida, more specifically Salem Radio Tampa with our faith talk stations. We are celebrating 20 years of ministry right here in West Central Florida. And uh, I just want to personally thank you. You're going to be hearing about this throughout the the entire year uh, from many different avenues, platforms here uh, on our radio station, but uh, I have been here uh, going on what 14, 15 years of that, of that time. So uh, I've seen a lot of uh, where we have come from and uh, where we are today and where we are going, and the lives that have been touched. We have been so fortunate to have uh, what I believe some of the leading men and women of God who have been part of uh, our uh, programming platform here of our uh, special ministries and shows and uh, to know the resource that has been available for 20 years uh, to assist you throughout your day. Now, we're not celebrating 20 years of being your primary church We're not celebrating 20 years of being your primary source of the gospel because that's never been our mission. And we have always encouraged you not only to check out the claims of the Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, but to accept uh, those claims and accept him as your Lord and Savior and then to be involved with a solid 
Bible-believing church. And uh, we've been here with some of the best that I think the Lord has to offer around the globe. And some of our programmers here, all of our programmers, I should say, and they've been uh, able to give you that daily message, that daily nugget. And we like to look at ourselves as kind of the mini bridge between the Wednesday bridge and the Sundays. You know, Wednesday night, and I'm uh, I'm old-fashioned, old school. I wish that every congregation that has the ability to do so would have a Wednesday night service. That they would have an opportunity to come in and to come into a quiet place, a, a place of a holy ground, and to to pray and to worship and uh, where possible to get a word from the Lord from their pastor, their reverend. And, of course, uh, that leaves um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and that's when, um, especially if you're going through a particular valley, that's when you know that we're here 24-7 and that you can tune in, plug in. And uh, we want to just thank our programmers, but I want to thank you, our listeners. We are here for you. Everything is tailored around you. And we want to be a blessing to you. We want to help you. We want to assist you. And so uh, from all of us here at uh, Salem Radio Tampa, I can tell you that... uh, We'll start off today with a, a big thank you during the uh, 3 to 6 o'clock hour with the Bill Bunkley Show. But we've got plenty more opportunities to mark our 20-year anniversary coming up in the next 12 months, and we look forward to doing so. And we hope that uh, you will be along for the ride. As always, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Our phone lines, if you'd like to call in, be part of the topic or our show today, 877-943-9673. That's 877 877- Nine four three nine six seven three. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. I'll be right back. There's a lot for investors to be optimistic about these days. We've been writing the longest and best stock market run since World War II. The S&P is up over 400% since March 2009. But what about you? Have your accounts more than quadrupled in the past decade? The truth is that most stock investors don't achieve the same performance as the overall market, leaving two-thirds of Americans still feeling like they'll have to work after retirement. So, who's profiting from all those massive gains? What would you do if you knew that the big banks and institutions tend not to follow the same advice they give you? And what if you could learn where they buy, sell, and make profit? Take the first step by signing up for a free introductory class with Online Trading Academy. You'll find out more about our patented investing strategy designed to help you trade with the skills and confidence of the pros. This year, put financial education on top of your New Year's resolution list. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class in your area and get our professional insider's kit just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. First of all, he wants to be glorified in how we use the money. He talks a lot about stewardship, the ability to manage money. And there's even a scripture that talks about uh, to whom much is given, much is required. Oftentimes, our thoughts on money differ from God's, as Deborah Pagay explains on Focus on the Family Minute. But when I, when I think of money, because it was such an issue in our family growing up, I think of what money represents. It represents power. It, repre- it has trust issues involved. It has 
uh, conveniences and comforts. And so that's why even in a marriage, you'll find that money is the number one reason, and I, I read this several times, money is the number one cause of marital conflict. And it's not because they don't have enough. Huh. It's because they haven't agreed on the priorities. So when you step back and look at money, again, it's just a tool. It's a tool, and we have to see it as that and not put our faith in money, but we have to use it in a way that God knows he can trust us with the money. Honor God with your money. More from Deborah at FamilyMinute.org. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with The Bill Bunkley Show. I want to tell you that um, we are just so proud of all of you. And, of course, this is our 20th anniversary year. You'll be hearing a lot about that. Uh, But I want to tell you how much of an encouragement you are to all of us. Now, this is my first day back, and you may have heard uh, between Christmas and New Year's, but um, our December minister uh, ministry emphasis was uh, for the ministry Heart for Lebanon. Heart for Lebanon is an organization that is ministering to the 2 million plus, a portion of the 2 million plus refugees that have uh, just been through hell and back, to be honest with you. And they are now living in uh, United Nations designated areas in the Bacal Valley and Lebanon and other places throughout uh, the country. And uh, not only do we have uh, mostly women and children who were impacted by the atrocities of ISIS, uh, we have Syrians who have come in that have been impacted by the atrocities of the Syrian government in the shelling and the bombing of their homes and the deployment of uh, uh, the poison gas in their areas. And now we have uh, the influx of the Kurds coming in from the invasion of their land of, uh, of Turkey. And I want to tell you why we're so proud of you in that we wanted to reach, we prayed about, we asked the Lord about reaching 29 children and their family of six to be able to provide them with a Christian education. Heart for Lebanon uh, has schools that they are bringing in to refugee children. Not only are they teaching them about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but they're also teaching them the educational fundamentals. And uh, we were working to get a new classroom together from right here in West Central Florida. Well, I want you to know that uh, not only have we accomplished those uh, 29 families, but um, somewhere in the area of uh, four or five additional families are going to be blessed. And not only do we have the Christian education for this family of six and the child, uh, but we also uh, have... uh, Uh, survival essentials. Uh, We're also going to be partnering with them for food. But um, it is just a praise the Lord that uh, during the time of the year when so many uh, credible ministries uh, were asking for assistance that uh, we were able to uh, come alongside with you, let you know about the need and uh, what you have provided. So on behalf of uh, 
Tom Adama. On behalf of Camille, they're the co-founders. Camille is uh, back in, um, Camille Malky is back in Lebanon. He's a Lebanese Christian, heads the ministry there, uh, co-founded with Tom and, of course, Jack Hibbard. Uh, on behalf of all of them and our uh, general manager, Barb Yoder, all of us here, Bill Carl and myself, all the staff, we want to just thank you for your generosity. Thank you once again that um, uh, we have a, a little bit of our heart uh, in Lebanon, and we know that uh, one day maybe these, um, oh, how should I say, 31, 32, 33 children, whatever it ended up being, uh, that uh, maybe one day the Lord will let us know uh, once we get to heaven uh, what some of these uh, youngsters uh, were able to accomplish in Jesus' name. And it is so strategic, especially now when as Every day the sun rises and we look at what's happening in that region. We know that we're getting closer and closer to a major contra, uh, um, conflict in the area. There's going to be a day when all of the nations of the world will march on Israel. But that will follow a time when a charlatan comes on the scene. Now, that's going to be an individual known as the Antichrist. And because of all the fighting, the wars, the, the, even the, the interpersonal relationships we see in America, that, uh, and they're manifested every time we were, were, I saw it today, you know, just road rage, just, just s- such a great level of impatience, uh, short-temperedness, anger when you're out and about all of those things are giving us the the pre-signals if we know what to look for and now we see that general salome has been taken out with an airstrike this is a this is a general who has overseen a lot of operations against american military members against uh, American uh, contractors and and others. And as we look at what's happening in this dear ministry right in the Bacaw Valley, if you don't know where the Bacaw Valley is, look at a map of Israel. And when we read in Revelation about the countries coming in from uh, Mesopotamia, which is Europe, and, of course, Turkey, Iran, and Russia. We believe that China will be in the mix as well. We believe that there will also be armies coming up from northern Africa. And after this charlatan uh, who brings the whole world together for about three and a half years of peace, then he's going to show his real self. And then that's when hell breaks loose. But you know, every soul is important. We believe here, and of course I believe personally, in the inerrancy of the scriptures. If the Bible commands us or gives us a principle, to me, to us here at Salem Radio, that's an absolute truth. We don't get our scissors out. We don't cut and paste. We we take what the Lord provides for us in his, in his guidebook for living. 
And I want to tell you that if you want to start 2020 by being in the lane of victorious living, now is the time to take a quick look and analyze the areas of your life. And be honest with yourself. What areas are you lining up with the Lord? And what areas are you still struggling? Because, you know, we get on this, this hamster cage, this, this hamster roller coaster deal. We run, we run, we work, we work, and we're all trying to get somewhere. But what happens when you get there? First of all, some of you may never get there. And then when you get there, it's not what it's meant to be. Because you're going to have all the boats, the cars, and everything. And that empty, empty feeling is still inside of you. Right now, this moment, you can begin to deal with that empty place in your heart. And that is the start of fresh and anew. A new decade. A new year. Making Jesus the Lord of your life. That's the best advice I could give on my first day back. Coming up, Dr. Tony Evans saying goodbye to his wife, Lois, next from Real Monkey Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Embassy in Israel has issued a warning to Americans to stay on the alert in the event of mortar or rocket fire. Israel is a key U.S. ally and a longtime foe of Iran and has kept a low profile since the strike that killed an Iranian general. An Iranian official suggested the Israeli city of Haifa and others could be targeted should the U.S. bomb targets in Iran. A 5.8 magnitude quake hit Puerto Rico before dawn today, unleashing small landslides, causing power outages, and severely damaging some homes. There were no immediate reports of casualties. Borden Dairy Company, based in Dallas, has filed for bankruptcy protection the second major U.S. dairy to do so in as many months. Borden's employs 3,300 people. On Wall Street, the Dow is down three points, the NASDAQ ahead 29. This is SRN News. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. Start the morning right. Weekday mornings at 530. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. And Paul says it in Romans 9, 15, For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And that's our God today. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Weekday mornings at 530. 
on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Listen to us wherever and whenever by downloading our mobile app, streaming at our website, or on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Ten thousand what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's twelve bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. <laughs> And we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, many of us who appreciate and know and have been blessed by the ministry of Dr. Tony and Dr. Lois Evans, we have been praying for several weeks and months as uh, Miss Lois, Sister Lois, Had her cancer returned. She was battling cancer. And we got the word that if the Lord was to intervene, it would have to be in a absolutely supernatural miracle. The physicians had gotten to a point where they had done all that they could. And uh, while I was away on uh, December 30th, very early in the morning, Lois Evans went to her heavenly home. And, of course, uh, they were both, uh, her husband, Tony Evans, beloved pastor, there at Oak Cliff Fellowship. uh, That's based in Dallas, Texas. And uh, we learned that on that day she was surrounded by all of her family members, especially her husband and her children. And... uh, Dr. Evans, as in Tony Evans, shared some very precious words that I want to share with you. Because I hate death. You probably hate death. We all hate death. Because before the the bad choices 
that were made by Adam and Eve and death did not exist for his creation here on earth. And though we rejoice, and I can tell you that in my many, many months, if you're just hearing our broadcast for the first time, your first time visitor of the Bill Bunkley Show, my regular family of listeners know that back in March of 2017, out of nowhere, I was diagnosed with AML leukemia. In September of 2017, I had a bone marrow transplant. And I'm about midway through a three-year post-transplant recovery. And praise the Lord, because I'm here. I've returned to my ministry. And I believe that uh, God has taken me not only through the valley up to this point, uh, but the challenges that we have faced in many, many other areas, I, I understand what it's like to think about going home. And Lois knew that she was going home. And Tony, in the end, knew that his, his wife was, was called home. Tony said shortly after she went home, she went home, I think about, what, two or three in the morning. Later on that morning, Tony wrote the following. I quote, Just before the sun came up this morning, the love of my life, Lois Irene Evans, transitioned from earth and watched her first sunrise from heaven. I had the privilege of holding her hand as she was lulled into eternity. Our four children surrounded her as well. As she slipped away, we told her how much we love her, how proud we are of her, and how thankful we are for the life that she has lived. It was back on October 25th that we heard from Dr. Evans on Instagram about Lois, and she was battling biliary cancer. And that the chemotherapy and the radiation were no longer going to be options. And they were praying along with untold thousands of people around the country for her supernatural healing. And um, some of you know what this journey is all about. You have prayed for a loved one. You have prayed for that miracle. And the prayer that you had voiced was answered, but it wasn't answered in the way that you had desired. 
And between Lois and Tony and their children, Priscilla Shire, you know her from a very accomplished actress in some of the most meaningful Christian movies of our time. You may know know their, their one son, Anthony Evans, Jr., who is the Christian recording artist. Their other son is a chaplain involved in the ministry's chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys. But the reason why I wanted to mention this is we do a tradition at my gathering on Sunday. My, my gathering place where we do Jesus, where we do church, is a place called Iowa Baptist Church. And at the end of the year, there is a video tribute. And uh, yes, most of you probably know that Idlewild is a pretty good-sized church. We have uh, two different worship hours, different uh, Bible fellowship hours. And so sometimes you might not see some of the folks you know for quite a long period of time. And if your schedule ends up being on the different end of the spectrum, you might not see them for a long time. So every year, every year, There is a musical video tribute with the pictures of our Idlewild family who have been called home to heaven. And this year, as I was watching the pictures scroll, there were some members I was waiting on, and then others I was totally surprised because I had not known that they had gone to heaven. And as those familiar pictures were flashing by, you contemplate the meaning of life. You contemplate, quite frankly, what the Evans family is going through, maybe what you just went through uh, sometime in 2019. I can tell you that she shares... She shares the date of death of my daddy. My daddy passed away on December 30th. And I thought about how that impacted my life. I was 16. I know for sure that if my dad, my my natural biological dad had been around, I would, have made, I would not have made some of the mistakes I have made early in my life. There's no doubt about that. But my Heavenly Father, your Heavenly Father, steps in as your Father in these times. But it still does not neglect, 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 negate the fact that we have choice. Well, let's get back to that visual. I'm sitting there watching people I know, people I love. And then people I don't know. And so I'm not going to mention specific names, but you're you're looking at those that go, and there were several. Don't know how many images that were. I don't know how many members of Idlewild we lost in 2019, but there was a, there was a bunch. And you would have this reaction, and the reaction was, "Oh, I didn't know they passed away." 
and then Nepal's the next one. Oh, I didn't know that person at all. Then the next one. Oh, wow. Such a kind-hearted soul. That person never, ever forgot a time to extend their hand with a smile. Hey, Bill, how you doing, man? How's your recovery doing? And so you, you go through this with all these photographs, and you know, it made me think of something that I want to share with you. I don't know if when God calls you home, if your church is going to put your picture up as a memorial. But you know what? Each and every picture evoked a different reaction from each of the different individuals who were in that service. And it reminded me, when you have breathed your last breath, how do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be remembered as the person who was always giving? The person that always had a smile on their face? The person who was always ready with an encouraging word? Do you want that little bit of emotion to come forth when your picture comes up? Or, if you're pretty much living for the day, living for your happiness, living living for your satisfaction, probably wasting every day in doing that, but how do you want to be remembered? Because how you are remembered may have a lot of, quite frankly, what the Lord thinks of you and your walk with him. And so let me bring it back to home. So I think one day I'm going to be on that screen. This is my home church. One day my family, and by the grace of God, that didn't happen in the last couple of years as I fought my cancer. So I am here. But the families who see their loved ones, you can see them react. But I just want to just share this. The funeral for Lois Evans was this morning. It was on the Internet Live for anyone who wanted to to view it. She had reached out and touched the lives, particularly of moms and women. And it wasn't just because they were popular, well-known. It was because of their gift of service. And Lois had shared that gift of service right here in our WTBN listening area as well. And that feeling was in that service today, well done, my good and faithful servant. When your video comes up, do you want to be remembered as well done? Good, faithful servant. I'll be right back. 
Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. It's live music. It's awesome family time. It's outreach. And it's free. You're invited to the Franklin Graham Decision America Sunshine State Tour. Coming to Plant City at the Florida Strawberry Festival Soundstage on Sunday. Live music from Jeremy Kent. And a powerful message of hope from Franklin Graham. I'm going to be presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ. So bring your unsafe friends. Details at DecisionAmerica.com. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips tips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. Do you know why so many people have trouble learning new languages? Because they make the mistake of trying to learn it when they should just absorb it. And right now, a free demo CD-ROM from Rosetta Stone will show you how. So stop memorizing, stop translating, and please stop doing drill after boring drill. Because now you can unlock your hidden language learning potential with the world's fastest, easiest way to learn, Rosetta Stone. We don't want you to take our word for it. We don't even want you to listen to the U.S. diplomats, over 10,000 schools, or NASA, who all believe in our program. We just hope you'll accept our free demo so you can experience the power of Rosetta Stone for yourself. Discover the secret to learning a language faster than you ever imagined. For your free demo, call 1-800-906-6972. Don't try to learn a language. Just absorb it. Call 1-800-906-6972. 1-800-906-6972. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God. One day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Active Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Listen to us wherever and whenever by downloading our mobile app, streaming at our website, or on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. 
Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And we are praying that you are getting your feet on the ground here in 2020. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. As uh, we kick off my first show of the year of uh, being in studio. And, of course, we are celebrating 20 years of ministry on our Faith Talk uh, channel here in West Central Florida. Glad to have you with us. Well, what is an epiphany? What is epiphany all about? Now, you might have heard that there is a, well, a ceremony going on in Tarpon Springs, or went on earlier today in Tarpon Springs. It's known as the Greek Epiphany. But you might not know some of the roots and the origin to talk about, and I just wanted to talk about the event, but also go back to uh, do a little education here. Now, you remember that as we were walking through the Christmas season, and of course, most of our manger scenes, they're not anywhere near accurate. And that's because that uh, we had the wise man, the astrologers, the wise men, the astrologers, the magi. Um, and you know that they had uh, located and, and had watched the constellation and the star in the east. And uh, they believe that a new king was born in Judea, in the land of Israel. And um, that uh, whole event would be known as the revelation of God incarnate as Jesus Christ. And you know that it was about a couple of years after the Christ child was born that the Magi actually arrived, and so he was a two-year-old, not a baby in the manger, as a lot of the the uh, Christmas scenes like to dictate. Now, out of that came a, 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 a Christian holiday, if you will, a feast. And in that day, it was to commemorate the visit of the Magi to the Christ child. And thus, which we would later find out, it would be Jesus' physical manifestation, not only to the Jews, but important to many of you and I as Gentiles, well, to us the Gentiles. Epiphany is that day. Epiphany is also called the baptism of Jesus. Though nothing in the Bible says that the wise men, the astrologers, the magi, nothing says that they were kings, but we've heard so much about the three kings that visited the Christ child. Well, it's also known as Three Kings Day. Uh, and 
one, there's several, but another one is is Little Christmas. And so once a year, this is 2020, it happens just after the first of the year, members of the Greek Orthodox Church and some of the young males of of some of those Greek families that uh, are primarily in the Tarpon Springs area, great tradition of the Greek Christian Church there, they gathered for the throwing of the cross. And what happens is, is that there's a series of very small boats. They look like small dinghies. They look like something that would be on a ship in case the ship were to sink. Well, that's called the fleet. Yesterday, the fleet and the participants of the fleet, they were uh, blessed by uh, the American bishop to the Greek Orthodox Church. Also, we were... um, blessed to have the Prime Minister of Greece that was in for the ceremony today. And I want to let you know that Hunter Sakadales, Sakadales, S-A-K-A-D-A-L-E-S, S-A-K-A-D-A-L-E-S, Hunter, 18, he retrieved the cross. They put the boats in a circle. They have a cross. It's in the bayou there, right in Tarpon Springs. And they throw the cross. And the first of many of these young boys who free dive go down to retrieve the the cross. He's the oldest in his family. And uh, he said he was honored to lead his younger brothers. And so it's a, a very important day as they gather. Many people of the Greek Orthodox Church, as well as those that are visiting, are there to be part of the ceremony as well. And um, it's a day of blessing. And uh, this is the 114th year that crowds have turned out at the St. Nicholas Greek Orthodox Cathedral. And uh, the bayou is at the Spring Bayou, uh, where uh, each year the Epiphany is celebrated. And uh, last year, it was a 17-year-old boy. And it is said, this is just a tradition, it said says that whoever retrieves the cross receives a year of extra blessings. And uh, the epiphany starts with a church service and then the profession that goes down to the, to the spring. And it actually took place at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And so we, um, we want to bring that to you. Well, more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. We're joined by our answer stations with some of the headlines of the day. I'll be right back. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, talks about timeshare cancellation. If I could help everybody that has been lied to when buying a timeshare, I would. But the honest truth is, I can't. And those that are telling you that they can without knowing the specifics of your timeshare, well, they're lying too. But if you were misled when buying a timeshare, if you were told your timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees would never go up, I might be able to help. Ten years ago, I was sued for millions of dollars by a timeshare giant in federal court with everything to lose my home my money my kids future but i fought i won because i fought for what was right helping folks that have been lied to cancel their timeshare unfortunately we can't help everyone but i guarantee you if we take you as a client we will cancel your timeshare contract or 
You'll pay nothing. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Iraq's parliament has voted in favor of a bill requesting the withdrawal of U.S. troops from that country. The non-binding vote to expel 5,200 American troops still requires the approval of Iraq's government. Henry Rome, Iran expert with the Eurasia Group, says Iran would be pleased if U.S. troops left Iraq. They are very happy with how this is turning out. The idea of expelling U.S. forces from Iraq has long been an Iranian objective. They've tried to do it militarily. They've tried to do it politically. Um, and this seems to be the most viable opportunity they've had in a long time. As far as Iranian retaliation, in an AP interview, cybersecurity expert Senator Joyce of FireEye says Iran has used cyber attacks against the U.S. in the past. Prior to the nuclear deal, they uh, they carried out these destructive attacks that were very uh, disruptive and uh, caused chaos in the financial system for, for a temporary amount of time. Also at townhall.com, what does the tension between the U.S. and Iran mean for gasoline prices and your 401k? Round the world, major stock markets have been down and the price of oil is going up, up more than 5% since last Friday when a U.S. drone strike killed Iran's top military commander, General Qasem Soleimani. The fear is over what Iran would do to get revenge. The energy industry is worried that Tehran could strike at oil and gas facilities along the Persian Gulf, facilities that are important to the U.S. and its allies in the region. At the moment, gas is two fifty-eight a gallon here in the States, less than a penny higher than a week ago, says the AAA. Rita Foley, Washington. At Old Wall Street, stocks closing higher, the Dow... 59 points higher than NASDAQ was up 50 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-970-8855. A former congressman has died, Bernie Bennett. With more from Capitol Hill. Former Pennsylvania Republican Congressman Michael Fitzpatrick has died at 56. Fitzpatrick was first elected to Congress in 2004, serving one term. He went on to be elected again in 2010 and served for three terms. He did not seek re-election in the 2018 midterms due to a self-imposed term limit. He was succeeded by his brother, Republican Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, who won the seat in 2018. The Bucks County Courier-Times says Fitzpatrick was diagnosed with colon cancer in 2008. U.S. Ambassador John Bass is leaving Kabul as his two-year tenure as America's 
top diplomat in Afghanistan has now ended. Washington has appointed a charge d'affaires to the post until his replacement is announced. The State Department says Bass skillfully advanced the Trump administration's goal of reaching a political settlement in Afghanistan. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. I know what it is to fail as a, a husband. I know what it is to fail as a father. I know what it is to fail as a pastor. But all of us, to some degree, failure. Thank God for the cross. You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910 and streaming 24-7 at letstalkfaith.com. Best picture of the year is 1917, raves Forbes magazine. We've got orders to cross here. That is the German front line. It's a soaring tribute to heroism that's both epic and intimate. We need to keep moving! The best war movie since Saving Private Ryan. There is only one way this ends. Last man standing. 1917, rated R. Under 17, not made without parent. Now playing in select theaters everywhere Friday. Faith Talk 570. WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. A special welcome to those of you listening in on our answer stations this afternoon. Glad to have you with us on my first day back of the new decade, 2020. Excited to be here. Also, it is our anniversary on the Faith Talk side of uh, uh, Salem Radio here in West Central Florida. It is the 20th anniversary of the arrival of Salem Radio right here in West Central Florida, starting with our Faith Talk stations. And, uh, of course, we're going to be celebrating that year, uh, all throughout the year, I should say. Well, glad to have you with us. And, uh, boy, a lot's been happening since I took a few days off to um, uh, rest and uh, get a couple of uh, chores done, a little short trip up to Mount Dora. But uh, we had uh, quite a surprise that was uh, uh, given to us, and that is because uh, tensions between the United States and Iran has definitely ratcheted up, and we'll talk about that today. But first, I want to remind you that coming up later on uh, this hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, we're going to be talking about a topic for those of us who are Christ followers, for those of us who are conservatives, even social conservatives. I can tell you, as the father of a 14-year-old young man, it is challenging times. And kids are very challenging, especially at least what I can give witness to in the years of middle school. Uh, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of dangers that are out there. There are a lot of things within the world around us that are lurking to have a negative impact on our children. Now, today we're going to be talking about the specific challenges, the specific attacks on young underage women, daughters to many of you. Today we're talking about a new book. It's called Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic culture. Now, for many of you, you know exactly 
how challenging that is. Today, and during this hour, we'll have Dr. Meg Meeker. And uh, she's going to be talking about 11 steps to keep your daughter happy, healthy, and safe. And um, Dr. Meeker has spent more than three decades practicing pediatric and adolescent medicine, as well as the counseling of teens and counseling of parents. She's going to be along later on to talk about some of the ways that uh, you who are raising daughters can be successful and indeed what she calls today's toxic culture. Well, I thought that we would come back talking about impeachment, and we will for a moment. The standoff between the United States House and the United States Senate has gotten wider and deeper. There are a lot of um, hand grenades being thrown back and forth between the two chambers. What's clear is the Senate Minority Leader, Mitch McConnell, is not going to be bowing down to anyone in the House of Representatives who is going to seek to tell them not only how to run their chamber, but how to run an impeachment trial. Then we have this general. We have a general that should have probably been taken out 15 years ago. And that's Salome. The Iranian top general, the general of the elite force of the military army of Iran, And the president last Friday ordered the airstrike at the Iraqi airport that ended in his demise. Now think about this. For 15 years, he has been the chief architect going after American armed forces going against contractors, going against civilians, direct attacks, IEDs. And if you wanted to know why we are in a pickle in Iraq, let me remind you that whether it was right or wrong, and I'm talking about the call for the United States to take Saddam Hussein out to attack Iraq. Whether that was right or wrong, once we completed that operation, and then under the last administration, President Obama ordered all of our troops out of Iraq. Now, especially anywhere, but especially in that part of the world, when you withdraw out of an area completely, you cause a vacuum. And after all of the, of the lives 
all of the wounded soldiers, all of the the financial investments in armaments, many of which after the United States pulled out of Iraq under the orders of Barack Obama, a lot of our equipment fell into the hands of ISIS. ISIS was using our equipment to terrorize people across Iraq and Iran. Iran moved in. Iraq is a proxy for Iran, even though that we have troops stationed there at at, uh, at uh, our military bases. Iran is influential in Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, and in the Gaza Strip, the Palestinians. And this slow drip, drip, drip. And uh, some of those that have um, a left of center orientation who are criticizing the president. There's a couple things that arise in my mind in terms of analysis. First of all, for all of those who believe that President Trump would be a quick draw, could not be trusted with the important affairs of military decisions, directives, foreign policy. Remember the red line in the sand that was never enforced by President Barack Obama? I think history will show that that administration really weakened what I would call the coalition for good in that region. So we have an Iran that has been getting more and more confident, more and more bold, more and more aggressive. Iran, in my mind, there's no doubt about it, that when we heard of the attacks on the shipping in the Strait of Hormuz, It was either Iran or probably in that case more of Iran's pawns carrying out their wishes. Then we had an unprovoked attack by Iran on the oil fields in Saudi Arabia. In both of of those instances the United States president did not act against Iran. And it's because of the policies of Donald Trump and the the ability to develop new technologies and getting at some of the resources of crude oil in America for that reason, you're not seeing gas at 4 or $5 a gallon today because unlike it was just a few years ago, 
an attack in that part of the world would be a, a serious situation for us here. But not now because we are the number one um, provider and exporter of petroleum. We've got plenty. And because of opening up the opportunities for new technology, we have the ability to be self-sustaining. But remember this. President Trump has made it very clear that he's not going to fight Saudi Arabia's Arabia's battle. He's not going to fight Jordan's battle. He's not going to be putting U.S. troops in harm's way for those issues, but he made it very clear. You attack Americans. You attack you attack anyone in our armed forces. You attack American civilian contractors. You attack American civilians, tourists, whatnot. Iran, if you do that, we will retaliate. That was his red line. The president has just sustained his red line. And this general has been the mastermind behind many of the attacks on American citizens. And Iran has continued to carry out these atrocities because nobody challenges him. Challenges them, I should say. And this general being the mastermind. So, though Iran is making a lot of threats, and yes, they're psychologically threatening to go after families as they claim that uh, this general and his family is mourning. But you know, they've got to really be thinking and looking over their shoulder. Because when the time came, the United States knew exactly where this high-ranking, highest-ranking general was and had the assets to take him out. Now, make no mistake about it. Iran is going to saber-rattle. They probably will do some form of retaliation. But Iran is wise enough to know they cannot trigger an all-out war with our country. Our country would obliterate their forces. No doubt about it. So as they process what they can or cannot do, this president is doing what he ought to do, protecting Americans, and also letting them know if they continue in their bad behavior, what could be next on their soil. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. 
There's a lot for investors to be optimistic about these days. We've been writing the longest and best stock market run since World War II. The S&P is up over 400% since March 2009. But what about you? Have your accounts more than quadrupled in the past decade? The truth is that most stock investors don't achieve the same performance as the overall market, leaving two-thirds of Americans still feeling like they'll have to work after retirement. So, who's profiting from all those massive gains? What would you do if you knew that the big banks and institutions tend not to follow the same advice they give you? And what if you could learn where they buy, sell, and make profit? Take the first step by signing up for a free introductory class with Online Trading Academy. You'll find out more about our patented investing strategy designed to help you trade with the skills and confidence of the pros. This year, put financial education on top of your New Year's resolution list. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class in your area and get our professional insider's kit just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit christianradio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Talking about uh, the president's decision in Iran. And, and of course, as the 2020 election is right in the center of long-range planning, both for Democrats and Republicans, obviously the, uh, the party in opposition to the president which has become very adept at uh, calling foul to anything that the president does, certainly is uh, uh, now they're going to be working on a resolution, I understand, in the House, led by Speaker Nancy Pelosi of the Democrat Party, a resolution to tie President Trump's hands from carrying forth any of his threats to Iran should the situation arise. That's always very interesting because, once again, it's nothing but posturing. Always remember that we have a split Congress. The Democrat Party can basically do whatever it wills in the lower chamber, in the House of Representatives. They have the majority votes. They have, therefore, the committee chairman. There's a much different story in the United States Senate. Republicans hold sway there, though there are a couple of moderates that from time to time will get a lot of press because they will vote with the uh, with the liberals. But one way to understand each and every day of what's happening is to realize that uh, for the Congress to act on anything, it basically is going to have to be bipartisan. 
because anything that's not bipartisan is not going to make it out. And then, quite frankly, even if something passed on a very narrow margin, the president has the power of the veto pen. Now, make no mistake, as we as we learned at the very end of 2019 and as we are contemplating today in 2020, look, this is a very complex world that we are navigating American foreign policy day by day. I pray that our Lord is guiding our men and women in the upper echelons of military leadership. Pray that those that advise the president are giving the president very good and accurate advice. And we don't know what the future is going to hold. But remember this. I've been in that region too many times not to understand. Power and saving face are two important and essential elements of those in charge in that area. Dictatorial rule. as well as the eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, the bully mentality of Middle East doctrine. In the same way as the principle relates into a schoolyard, if you have a bully in a, in, in a schoolyard, and you have the target of the bully, usually one or two things are going to happen. If the bully knows that they can shake down the other young lad or the other girl, the other young girl, and they can shake them down for their lunch money or for other things, and they can push them around and punch them and, you know, wait for them on a school corner, you know, If that child gives in day in and day out, the bullying will continue. I I have to tell you that I had an experience young with a bully. And uh, bully was a a pretty tough guy. And uh, when the bully was clearly crossing the line, I stood up to the bully. Now, at that moment, I didn't prevail because the bully prevailed. But, you know, after that, I was never bothered again. And I know that's kind of uh, some tough love, tough logic for some of you with raising your kids. But I want to tell you that the bully never messed with me again. That's what we're dealing with here. Now, with all the bravado and all the threats, I am I'm fairly confident we're going, whether it's, here's how they can react. 
Iran can go after us. They're, they're, they become very, very expert in cyber terrorism. They can do that. They can very easily attack an oil field. They can attack one of our military installations. Uh, well, maybe they, they'll even be bold enough to take some American hostages. Although, I, with the warning that the president has given them, look, we're not going to fight Saudi Arabia's battles or anybody else's. But when you mess with Americans, here's the list of ways and locations we may re- retaliate. You may disagree with me, but I think the president has made the very important first step. Because an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, that is what they understand. And now that the the United States has said, you mess with our people, uh, we aren't going to make threats that are never carried out. And I think most most people believe this president will do exactly what he says. So, will Iran seek revenge? Probably. But isn't it chilling? If I was part of any of the Iranian religious or military command, I would be very focused on the fact that the United States and our massive intelligence network knows where each and every one First of all, they know who they are, and they know where they are. How would you like to be living with that, looking over your shoulder? Well, that's what it must feel like to be in Iranian leadership right now, especially considering revenge against the United States of America. Better think long and hard. Well, we're going to change uh, our discussion from the national stage to the local stage. The toxic culture that we are in. Just how do you raise a daughter, much less a son or a teenager? Well, Dr. Meg Meeker has written a new book, Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic Culture, 11 Steps to Keep Her Happy, Healthy, and Safe. That's next on Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Embassy in Israel has issued a warning to Americans to stay on the alert in the event of mortar or rocket fire. Israel, a key U.S. ally and a longtime foe of Iran. The impeachment of President Trump has prompted a surge of donations to Republican Party groups through its new joint fundraising platform, WinRed. The joint fundraising platform helped the GOP raise $101 million in the second half of last year. The Trump-backed organization says nearly $35 million came in in December alone. A 5.8-magnitude earthquake hit Puerto Rico before dawn today. There were no reports of any casualties. Stocks shook off an early loss and managed modest gains on Wall Street. Today, the Dow gained 68 points, the Nasdaq ahead 50, and the S&P jumped 11. This is SRN News. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines. 
ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber and Trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US Zero, 52 weeks, 71419 by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. All my life, I've had energy. Energy to win gold and raise my daughters. But when menopause hit me with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. Then I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. In fact, in a clinical trial, after 90 days of using Amberin, 91% of women had reduced hot flashes, 87% had better sleep, 77% had more energy. Amberin is estrogen-free. I like the fact that Amberin is not a drug and that it's clinically tested, safe, and effective. Now, thanks to Amber, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My night sweats are less and my energy's back. Amberin works. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Listen to us wherever and whenever by downloading our mobile app, streaming at our website, or on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Hi, this is Terrence Howard. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer. But you can prevent this disease. If you're 50 or older, get screened. Please, do everything that you can to stay around for yourself and for your family. Screening saves lives. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cops behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. But if only you could see them, you would know from their faces there were kings and queens followed by princes and princesses. There were future power people throwing love to the loveless, shining the light because they wanted it seen. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on this beautiful, stunning Monday afternoon, though it'll be a little bit cold outside. But, well, for my next guest, being that uh, she lives and works in northern Michigan, if she was here in studio, I bet you she would be delighted to be here in the Florida weather. And, of course, I'm talking about Dr. Meg Meeker. Uh, She's the author of the bestseller, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. And she has spent more than three decades practicing pediatric and adolescent medicine, as well as counseling teens and parents. She's a fellow of the American Academy of Pediatrics. She serves on the advisory board of the Medical Institute. And she's also an associate professor of medicine at the Michigan State University College of Human Medicine. And, of course, she works there in northern Michigan and shares a medical practice with her husband, Walter. Love that name. That's the name of uh, my dad. 
talking about uh, one of our sister organizations, that's Regnery Publishing, uh, written a book that especially would be very helpful for those of you raising a daughter, but I'd say that our discussion today is even if you're raising a son, and we're talking about a, a very negative culture for those of us that either have a Judeo-Christian uh, idea of uh, bringing up our, our, our children uh, or a conservative uh, point of view. Her book is called Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic Culture, 11 Steps to Keep Her Happy, Healthy, and Safe. First of all, Happy New Year, Dr. Meeker. Glad to have you with us here today. Nice to be with you, Bill, and I wish I were in studio in that warm weather. You're absolutely right. Not a cloud in the sky. There's no wind outside, <laughs> and well, what would you say? It's like 68 or something like that, 68, 65. It's kind of tough, but I know that uh, I know that 15, 20 feet of snow a day is not bad, but we appreciate you being with us. <laughs> not, not bad. Glad to be with you. Well, let's talk about this, and I do want to open this up for our audience to know that though we're talking about daughters, there certainly are uh, a lot of these elements are certainly detrimental to our are young men, but well, I tell you what, uh, all the way from two or three movies that we decided that we could not see over the Christmas and New Year's break, quite frankly, because the number of F words that were in them, and and then we, you know, all the cultural things like the Golden Globes, you know, we're in a culture that's like anti everything, and certainly not the raising young women in the ways that. Uh, uh, we certainly thought were in line with, uh, well, the proper way that that uh, you know boys and girls should sh- should really learn to be uh, administering to. Talk about that today because it is a crisis. You know, it is a crisis, and I'll be honest. You know, my husband and I have three grown daughters and a grown son, and now we have five grandkids. And I will honestly say. It was easier for us. We didn't have to deal with uh, cell phones and social media and all the distractions that pull our kids away from us, from the parents, as many young parents do today. I have a very active Facebook group and social media, and one of the things I see over and over is parents writing into me with this, you can you can feel the fear in their voices saying, you know, uh, my daughter is going to sleep over. She's 10. They're going to see an R-rated movie. What mm. should I do? Mm. My 8-year-old wants a cell phone because everybody in her class has one. What should I do? Uh, you know, my I just answered a question today. My 11-year-old son is looking at pornography. I don't know what to do. Help. So there are so many things coming at our kids from our culture that are making parents feel like they're deer in the headlights standing there going, I don't know what to do. And I understand it. So, A, I wanted to write a book and address the problems. This is what's going on. Yes, we have rising anxiety and depression in our kids, rising suicide. Yes, there's a lot of bad stuff coming at them. But guess what? We can do this as parents. And um, so I really walk parents through that. And for me, it's a very important work and a very important book. Mm. Now, I think distrust plays a part of this. I know that as I'm in the uh, the, the uh, middle school years, I've got, uh, you know, I, I see both my, my own son, but also his male and female friends. They're trying to find themselves. I mean, they're yeah. trying to be cool. They're They're trying to do the right thing. And uh, as far as their peers are concerned, 
But uh, one of the things that happens is that we get out of touch with our kids. And now mm-hmm. we've got so many tentacles coming in, uh, whether it's the Internet, social media, through their peers, and they're telling each other about this site or that site. Talk about what that very first step is, because I think it's it's part of not getting so frustrated that you end up having a, a child mistrust you. Right. I think that really what's at the root of what's happening is that the more time kids spend on screens, on social media, video video games, they're pulled into their own private world, which means they're away from their parents, you know, emotionally and mentally. They're not present with their parents. And so parents need to look at the whole idea of screens as, you know, not necessarily bad in and of themselves, though many are, but... The worst part is that they're disconnecting kids from parents. Are we going to throw away the Internet and screens and cell phones? No. So what I encourage parents to do is sit down and say, what is reasonable for my kids? How much social media is reasonable for my daughter? How many video games are reasonable for my son, knowing that they have to be on their computers for their work? And come up with a family plan. And if you want to move from, say, you know, kids being on social media and playing video games, I know we're talking about boys here, it is about daughters, you're absolutely right, a lot of it um, applies to boys as well, and say, okay, my kids are on here four hours a day, which is not unusual, but I want to get it down to one hour a day. How am I going to get there? You can get there. I've helped parents get there. But to gradually wean kids off of, away from screens, but you, you can't just say, no, you can't have the screen. You have to offer something sort of in its place. And I really walk parents through how to do that because as we diminish the amount of screen time in kids' lives, guess what happens? Our relationships, if we do it right, grow closer to our kids. We have eye-to-eye conversations. We, we're present with them. They're present for us. And that's critically important for kids to feel valued and loved and sort of feel like their feet are on solid ground. Mm. By the way, the book I'm recommending this afternoon, the author is Dr. Meg Meeker. The book is Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic Culture, 11 Steps to Keep Her Happy, Healthy, and Safe. So let's let's go back to a daughter. Well, yeah. you got a daughter, and everything she sees out there is bad girl. You know, if you're going to fit in, you're going to be the bad girl. If you're going to want to try and get a tattoo, you're going to want to dress in a certain way. And so uh, even you go to some of our conservative websites and you're reading news stories, the next thing you know, hey, take a look at so-and-so and and how she looks in a bikini today. Mm -hmm. All the objectification, and then you're trying to tell your daughter, no, no, don't go that route. No, save yourself. No, there's a special person. Yeah, man, it, it's you against the world. Talk about that. Yeah. Uh, well, you're absolutely right. Teen girls, whenever I ask them, and I've been at this 30 years, I mean, I ask them routinely, what are the two biggest issues that you face? What are the two biggest struggles in your life? And they say being skinny and being sexy enough. Mm. Their identity and value comes from feeling thin enough, i.e. pretty enough, um, and feeling that like that they're sexy and they get attention. And it doesn't matter if the girl's a Christian. It doesn't matter. So what 
I tell parents to do, here's where we're missing, we're missing the mark. And that is we're not taking our kids deeper. You know, we're saying, no, don't do that. No, don't wear that dress. No, don't watch that movie. But we need to, to backtrack a little bit and say what kids, even a 13-year-old, even an 8-year-old wants to know. And I talk about this in a chapter, answer four fundamental questions, four of our biggest questions. Why am I alive? Hmm. You know, why am I here? And, and, and when you say, no, you can't go to school looking like that, you need to tell the daughter why. And you need to be able to go back to look. You were born for a purpose. The purpose is great. God made you. You're not a mistake. You have a mission in your life. Guess what? Looking like that doesn't fit into that great vision that you have. You are bigger than that. You have strong character. And when we start to build the deeper parts of our daughters, the spiritual self, the emotional self, Girls listen more, and I will tell you something, all girls want that. Even young kids are hungry to know, where did I come from? Why am I alive? You know, do I have any value? And so girls who don't know that, and it has to come from home, it has to come from mom or dad, um, you don't even have to have a fabulous relationship with your kids, but to communicate that to kids early on is critical. Because then as you walk through life and say, you know what, honey, it really isn't good to tattoo half of your face. And here's why. <laughs> because your body is beautiful. And, and God made that body. And isn't that fabulous? The girl go, oh, okay. Um, and so we need to start deeper. And if, and if we haven't and we have an 18-year-old daughter, it's never too late to start. That's what kids are hungry for. Social media is popular for one reason. Girls need to determine their value. And if they, the number of likes, the higher the number of likes, the more valuable they feel. And that's because they really don't know their true value. And so that's where I really want to take parents to, because if parents are answering the big questions in a girl's life, there's only four, then those girls are at far less risk for feeling like their value comes from being skinny or, um, you know, feeling they need to be hot for some guy in their class. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, and only got a couple minutes left. And, by the way, we're, we're not even going to scratch the surface. That's why you need to get your copy of the book. And this is for grandmothers and grandfathers, too, to help your, your children and their grandchildren. Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic Culture, 11 Steps to Keep Her Happy, Healthy, and Safe. You know, um, most everybody who does a little looking around, you'd be surprised, and this has got to be a very quick question. You know, some of the some of the young ladies in Christian schools or whatnot, boy, you get into seeing some of their text messages, and the amount of times yeah. they're using the F-bomb and everything else is like they're two different children. How important is it for parents first to realize they may not even realize what their kids are into. Yeah. Um, kids should have no privacy in high school. Everything they do, everything they text, everything they write, every phone call they have should not be private. It wasn't private for you growing up. It wasn't private for my kids. Mm -hmm. The reason is kids, when they live in their private world, they experiment with personality. They try on being the bad girl. And 
and, and this isn't because we don't trust kids. They should have no privacy. It's about accountability. If kids know their parents are going to be looking at everything, I guarantee you they write and send very different messages to their friends. And get this book to understand how to deal with your daughter as she starts trying to impress the wrong little boy, the wrong little boyfriend, all wanting to fit in. To find out the answers, hey, get your copy of the book, Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic Culture, 11 steps in this book to keep your daughter happy, healthy, and safe. Dr. Meg Meeker is the author and been my guest today. Meg, we got to get out of here very quickly, but thanks for being with us. Thank you. God bless you. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Weekdays at 1 p.m., don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I will make your path straight, meaning your path wasn't straight. If God had to make it straight, it could not have been straight to begin with. I'll make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570-910 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Profile America, Monday, January 6th. The struggle for black citizens to obtain full civil rights has gone on for many decades since the Civil War. But along the way, there were occasional signs of early progress and acceptance on the part of the majority white population. One such instance occurred on this date in 1886 when African-American Bishop Benjamin W. Arnett took his seat in the Ohio House of Representatives. He was the first black in the nation to be elected in a majority white district. This pioneer served one term and was also Ohio's first black foreman of an otherwise white jury. There are over 90,000 separate state and local governments in the United States and 7,383 state-level legislators. You can find more facts about America's people, places, and economy from the American Community Survey at census.gov. Another last-minute adventure from Hotels.com. After nine hours in the car, we were almost home from vacation. Things were going well until... Sparkles! We left my hamster. Sparkles. They headed back for Sparkles, but they didn't know about last-minute deals from Hotels.com. So we slept in our car. Life happens, and when it does, Hotels.com has a last-minute deal. Right now, find great deals in Orlando, Atlanta, and throughout Florida. Hotels.com. Be smart. Book smart. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. 
See, Jesus made it clear in Scripture that when you begin a relationship with God, it changes you. That's why in Galatians chapter 5, we're taught the fruit of the Spirit. That when the Holy Spirit of God is living in me, I look different. That's why you'll hear me say things like, I don't have the liberty to be unkind. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Hey there for Salem on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Listen to us wherever and whenever by downloading our mobile app, streaming at our website, or on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Hi, I'm Jimmy Smits. Colorectal cancer is highly preventable, yet it is the second leading cancer killer of men and women in the U.S. But it doesn't have to be. So please, get screened for colorectal cancer. I did. If you're 50 or older, get screened for colorectal cancer. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, we're back, and uh, thanks to Dr. Meg Meeker for not only uh, some tremendous advice, even in a few moments she spent with us, but I want to tell you, get a copy of that book, and uh, uh, I'll tell you what, parenting is no easy thing these days. I don't have experience from the old days, but I'll tell you what, with, uh, with the, the little handheld device called a phone or a pad, tablet, whatnot, or the avenues that are opened up into your child's life and mind is just, uh, well, it's mind-boggling. A couple of thoughts before we uh, wrap up our second hour, especially those of you who are joining us uh, on our answer stations this afternoon. You know, the times that we live in, not only is it toxic for children, it's it seems like it's toxic for everything. Social media makes it very convenient for good advice to get out as well as bad advice. But we are now operating in such a partisan fashion on the national stage. And I think that, uh, I hope it's later, but sooner or later that's going to cost us. And I I have a, a suspicion it's going to cost us dearly. Here we have a country that is very aggressive against our worldview in America, against our sovereignty. And the President of the United States has made a decision. Now, yes, as long as politics has been on a public stage, yes, we know of elections. Yes, we know of situations. Oh, the only reason why he did this was a diversionary tactic to get people's minds off of impeachment. Well, he hasn't uh, he hasn't worried about that at all. That being the president, but here's what bothers me: we've had impeachment going on while the president was out of the country doing diplomatic business. We also have had situations where the way I was raised and the way I even reacted during the Obama administration was 
First of all, you don't embarrass your president. You don't get out ahead of your president. And you respect the president's office. And, and we see very little of that today. In fact, we have had a almost a almost a, a well a, a, almost a three or four year reign of trying to undercut absolutely everything the president not only does but says there are times when we must stand behind a president we must stand behind a governor we must stand behind a mayor we must stand behind a leader who I can't think of any leaders that I have been 100% aligned with, but you've got to stand. And in a time where we are hopefully going to be in a position to save future lives of Americans by not only putting a red line in the sand, but meaning it. Now, I got to tell you that that those on the far left are talking about the fact that uh, the president name names in as much as talking about some of the possible targets that are on the American list. Well, you know those targets were already there. That's what our friends at Central Command and Special Operations right here, our neighbors, that's what they do 24-7. They are constantly having a plan and intelligence ready to go. And what we trust is whatever situation that comes before us president just made it public now he's a war criminal (laughs) well we've all gotten used to it but i want to tell you that in times like this there are some things that supersede partisan politics and unfortunately with the current arrangement we have now the uh, the president has never been left to govern. He hasn't been allowed to govern freely. And obviously, since the attacks that we have seen over the last weeks or months by Iran, where there was no response by the United States putting our men and women in jeopardy, but now that Americans are in jeopardy and have been and attacking our Embassy in Baghdad, hey, different story. And in that part of the world, to get a handle on this, it's game on. And you have to understand it's eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Well, as you wrap up the second hour, reminding you that next week, either Monday or Tuesday, I'll be broadcasting live from the state capitol in Tallahassee for the 2020 60-day session of the Florida Legislature. And uh, over the next few days, the next week, I'll be uh, talking more and more about uh, some of the issues that are going to be debated, possibly voted up, possibly voted down in your Florida legislature. And uh, we're the only program uh, anywhere across the state of Florida with the in-depth reporting and the analysis that you're going to get right here on the Bill Bunkley Show. So reminding you to tune in then. Well, Jay Sekulow will be up next on our answer stations. You can follow me over on AM 570. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 
565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be. Fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. The United States military says it plans to reposition troops inside Iraq. News of the possible movement came in a letter from a U.S. Army general. However, at the Pentagon today, Defense Secretary Mark Esper said there's been no decision whatsoever to leave Iraq. Over the weekend, Iraqi lawmakers passed a resolution calling for all foreign troops to leave the country. President Trump says the U.S. military could target Iranian cultural sites, raising concerns the action could constitute a war crime under international law. Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the House will vote on a resolution limiting the president's military actions toward Iran. Speaker Pelosi told Democratic members in the letter that the House will vote on a war powers resolution mandating that the administration's military hostilities with regard to Iran would cease within 30 days if no further congressional action is taken. Mr. Trump has warned of future strikes if Iran retaliates against the U.S. He said Sunday on Twitter that his media posts would serve as notification to Congress, seemingly referring to his tweets. Bernie Bennett, Capitol Hill. Meanwhile, in Iran, mourners gathered for a funeral procession for Iranian General Soleimani, who was killed last week in a U.S. airstrike ordered by President Trump. One of the president's top aides says he's ready to appear at the Senate impeachment trial if summoned. After weighing issues of executive privilege, ex-National Security Advisor John Bolton says he's prepared to testify if subpoenaed. Whether the Senate will take that step remains unclear. GOP leader Mitch McConnell's publicly resisted calling new witnesses in the trial. Democrats, though, are pushing to hear from Bolton and others who did not appear in the House inquiry. Correspondent Sagar Magani. Wall Street stocks posted modest gains. The Dow gained 69 points. The Nasdaq rose 51. Townhall.com. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free? You can with SelectQuote. For example, George is 39. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states.
Former Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein is facing new sex crime charges in Los Angeles. Correspondent Ed Donahue reports. Weinstein is accused of raping one woman and sexually assaulting another in separate incidents in Los Angeles over a two-day period in 2013. We believe the evidence will show that the defendant used his power and influence to gain access to his victims and then committed violent crimes against them. DA Jackie Lacey says the two women filed reports with police in 2017. This development comes a day before jury selection is expected to start in New York. Weinstein faces rape and sexual assault charges there. One of his accusers, Rose McGowan, read a letter to Harvey Weinstein. Today, Lady Justice is staring down a super predator, you. McGowan says Weinstein raped her. He denies it. I'm Ed Donahue. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston. You're all, we're always dealing with something. And then the other translation meant this. Jesus is saying, I'm on the outside of your church. Can I come in? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. And of course, streaming 24-7 at letstalkfaith.com. Best picture of the year is 1917, raves Forbes magazine. We've got orders to cross here. That is the German front line. It's a soaring tribute to heroism that's both epic and intimate. We need to keep moving! The best war movie since Saving Private Ryan. There's only one way this ends. Last man standing. 1917. Rated R. Under 17, not mid without parent. Now playing in select theaters everywhere Friday. Faith Talk 570. WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group Christ demands first place there's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods this is the Bill Bunkley show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN our rights come from nature and God and not from government History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. It is good to be back. For those of you that are just joining us, this is my first day of the year back in 2020. And so I want to wish you a, a very happy new year. If this is the first time that you are tuning in, also want to remind you that right here on Faith Talk, 2020 is also our 20th anniversary here at Faith Talk. And we are delighted to thank you, our listeners, for that because uh, it is you who we serve. Of course, we serve our, serve our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, but through uh, our, our programmers and our ministries and uh, our opportunities to share uh, news and insight from a Christian worldview. It's an honor for us to uh, celebrate with you 
uh, 20 years. And as uh, this year unfolds, you're going to have an opportunity to hear more and more of some of the special uh, occasions that are going to be coming along and things that we'll be doing and mentioning uh, in recognition of 20 years of ministry throughout uh, West Central Florida. And uh, we thank you for that. Well, we've got some things to discuss this afternoon in a couple of different areas. want to remind you that um, you never have to get really down and out about the news. Because though we're going to tell you what's going on, and it may bring along a certain emotion, remember that our life is not tied up with the secular, with the pagan, with our culture. Our lives, those of us who have given our, given our lives to Christ, our lives are bound up in him. And not only can we have a joyful day, a very joyful day, in the midst of well, some difficult uh, cultural surroundings. Uh, but we know that uh, one day, as Dr. Lois Evans could tell you from uh, December 30th, one day we are going to be called home. And in that day, I hope for you and what I'm striving to do in my two ministries is to, to be in the line of uh, those that arrive where the Lord will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to serve him perfectly. doesn't mean that our faith is perfect. And because uh, not only do we live in a sinful, fallen world, we have those same uh, toxic elements to our lives. But it's all about understanding his forgiveness, his grace, and moving forward. And so, I like to mention that from time to time as we are sharing a little bit about uh, what's happening and uh, some of the issues of the day. And when it's all said and done, the Lord is never caught by surprise, and the Lord is always in the midst of all things. Well, our first story this afternoon, you might have heard uh, over the last two or three days, you may be a member of, uh, of one of the United Methodist churches in the area. You know that that particular denomination has uh, been in a uh, in a major disagreement, two major camps about the inclusion of LGBTQ individuals in uh, church membership, in uh, uh, church priesthood, uh, ministerhood, pastorhood, uh, and also the uh, condoning and sanctioning of same-sex marriages. Well, last Friday, um, as uh, leaders of the Methodist Church vote for inclusion of the LGBT community, which for those of us that believe in the inerrancy of the scriptures would be uh, contrary to the word of God, and then those that uh, one would say that uh, not so much basing their position on scripture but on uh, principles of grace, well, they have been in a standoff. Um, and there's been a tentative plan that has been revealed, and that plan would be that uh, this ongoing tug-and-war back and forth would, would cease as the churches in that denomination would split. There would be the churches that would um, continue to practice the, the purity of the gospel, the inerrancy of the scriptures, um, and uh, they would... Um, 
conduct their lives accordingly, and then you would have the more liberal wing um, where the uh, those that have a different interpretation of the, the Bible or absolutely ignore certain aspects in the Scripture, I get it. You know, when I think about this story, though my heart can be really sad and burdened, but I represent everybody's free will choice. And that is what's so special about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, other men and women, I'm thinking about the Crusades and other times, you know, some some men and women who have been totally misguided have done some very, very awful things in the name of the Lord. They tried to force people to do certain things to follow in the name of the Lord. And um, I just want to tell you that there is an opportunity for us to have our choices, but then I think we must live with our choices. And we must be honest about our choices. And what I mean is this. Now, I'm in the camp that I take a literal interpretation of both the Old and New Testament. I believe it is a historically accurate document. I believe that it was inspired by the Holy Spirit that moved on those who recorded the word for us to to study and adhere to today. I believe if you want to call yourself a Christian, I think you ought to adhere to Christian principles from Genesis to Revelation, start to finish. Now, if, if you like particular elements of the wisdom of the Bible, I understand that. And there are many people who will take parts of Catholic teaching, Protestant teaching, Hindu teaching, Muslim teaching, and they take a little bit from each, and and that's the way they live their quote-unquote religious or spiritual lives. But I just don't, I have to tell you, and I said this before to to those who um, are in the gay and lesbian community, that I have no problem with you gathering on any day of the week that you want to, learning the wisdom of whatever you want to learn and adhere to and what and, and your freedom to believe. But I I have to tell you that if you end up not following some of the major doctrines of whether it's the Torah, whether it's New Testament, whether it's the the Quran or whatnot, then I think that you're not on solid ground to identify yourself as that religion. I think you're free to to practice whatever you believe. And if that uh, warrants doing uh, a name change, then that's probably the camp where I come into. So the split, I think, is the right thing to do. And what I mean by that is is that uh, both the camps in this disagreement will be able to, to move on to their next step. Now, 
I believe what Jesus said. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. Don't shoot the messenger. You can criticize me for believing it, but these aren't my ideas. This, this idea did not originate with me. The exclusivity of Christianity did not start with Bill Bunkley. Upon, upon not only the beginning, but over many, many years of reading and studying and inspecting the scriptures, I, I'm comfortable with that. But when you start changing and, you know, ignoring some verses and putting in some other ideas, let me remind you of one of the final passages in the book of Revelation. And it's a, it's a passage which is a warning for us today as if it were a signpost on the side of a road. Let me repeat. This is what the Bible has to say about a very important issue. In the 22nd chapter of Revelation, verses 18 and 19, John is speaking and says, and I quote, I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. That book being Revelation. Listen carefully. If anyone adds to them, that means adding anything to the Bible, Scripture, if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues which are written in this book. Conversely, and if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city which are written in this book. Simply said, we have been given a warning especially in the final days, to adhere to biblical principles, to to adhere to biblical commands. That's not to say me, you, and others that we necessarily agree with every command, but we yield ourselves. That's where we yield ourselves to the Lordship of Christ, knowing that he knows what's best. He knows what's better. But clearly, clearly there is a separation in this scripture. And I think that for those who want to adhere to what the Bible teaches on, well, sexuality, what the Bible teaches on marriage, what the Bible teaches on even genders, then I think it's it's a healthy step to have that separation, though it is very, very sad. Years of John Wesley and his teachings, years of the methodology of looking at Scripture. That's the method. And to know that United Methodist Church is not going to be united uh, much longer, (coughs) it is something that's very, very important. We must not add to Scripture. We must not take it away. And if we want to live a life other than that, we have the choice. 
but that's another matter. Coming up next, President Trump with Evangelicals in Latino Megachurch in South Florida. Be right back. Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, or otaclass.com. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open if you would like to uh, be a part of the show as we kick off this 20th anniversary year at uh, Faith Talk here on AM 57910, 102.1 in Lakeland, 100.3 in uh, Hudson, Bennett Point. So what about this, this thing about mixing religion, faith, and politics? Interesting subjects. It's going to be interesting one day i'll i'll hope to have a conversation when you know when you're growing up your parents can give you some some advice and back then the advice was well you know what best thing to do is don't talk about religion or politics not only at the supper table but certainly at christmas or new year's well then you find yourself like Yours truly been called two ministries. One is Christian, take, uh, Christian Faith Talk Radio, talking about the issues, and then 
president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and we are advocates for a Christian worldview in Tallahassee. And we'll be tweaking our website in the next couple of days, and we'll let you know uh, when we've got it up and running. But uh, a lot of bills that we're going to be talking about, and you can track them and also sign up for our newsletter. Um, you can do that right now by going to FloridaReligiousLiberty.com. That's FloridaReligiousLiberty.com. Uh, take you to the website of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission and just hit the link for, um, hey, I want to get on an email list. And uh, that would be a great resource for you to be on to, um, to track, follow, pray about legislation. Well, in case you've had your head under a rock, faith is playing a major role in what is unfolding for the vote to come later this year in November. And that is the relationship between President Donald Trump and the relationship with many evangelicals in America. That's an important constituency group for the president. And many of you listening to this show today, you have been praying and praying and praying for not only wisdom for President Trump, for protection, for guidance. Well, There was a big kickoff that uh, happened uh, last Friday afternoon. It was in Miami, Florida. It was at a Latino megachurch by the name of King Jesus International Ministries, also known as King Jesus International Ministry. The event, well, it was titled Evangelicals for Trump. And uh, though that was uh, part of uh, the crafted coalition for President Trump last year, there is no doubt it is a very solid element of uh, his campaign moving forward. Pastor Guillermo Maldonado ushered in about 5,000 people into his megachurch that he founded. Tony Perkins, president of the Family Research Council, Tony led in the Pledge of Allegiance, followed by the National Anthem. There was a group prayer for the president, and then the president came to the microphone, and it was quite a joyous affair. Even on Friday afternoon, President Trump had a message to the faithful talking about the attack that took out uh, General Salome. President said, so let this be a warning to terrorists. If you value your own life, you will not threaten the lives of American citizens. As we said during the last hour, that is his line in the sand. And, uh, and, of course, uh, in some aspects, you know, the, the, the dungeons of uh, all of evilness is uh, now riled up. And so we're going to see what the, where this is going to, to lead. Remember that we may think we're in a fight over flesh and blood, but we're not. And, by the way, where we're at in this situation with Iran, it's over rulers and principalities. 
It is, it is what's happening in the spiritual heavenlies as well. Good versus evil. And it's funny that uh, though here is a general that has dedicated a majority of his career plotting attacks on Americans. That the president is being denounced by some for taking this action. But it's going to be very interesting for the faith community, and it may be interesting for you because I warned about this several months ago. Evangelicals are delighted with the issues that President Trump has been supporting. Oh, we talk about religious liberty. Oh, we talk about abortion. Oh, we we talk about protection for churches. I mean to tell you, then you get into the folks that are Second Amendment folks, and you get into folks who are veterans. I mean, it goes on and on and on, and there's crossover here uh, by many of you who wear several different issue hats in that area. But the president said something very important Friday. He said, quote, for America to thrive in the 21st century, we must renew faith and family as the center of American life. Now, I don't know if the president wrote that. I don't know if one of his speechwriters wrote that. Usually it's a speechwriter. But I want to tell you about the tremendous truth. We're not going to wait for people to come to our churches. My pastor, Dr. Ken Whitten, was sharing this past Sunday about the declining numbers in the organized church. People are not, unless they're in dire, dire straits, it's not like it was 20 years ago. They're not going to go to one of the local Christian churches and check them out and join and to begin understanding what it means to follow Christ. No. There is so much hostility. There is so much angst against Christianity. It is it is up to us to take the faith to them in the town squares, in the marketplaces. That's why when I'm in Tallahassee, it's not just the issues. It's all about standing for Christ, representing Christ, and offering Christ to our elected officials. Why? Because the president's right. We must renew faith and family. That is revival for America. More on this topic. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. The president and evangelicals next the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. The U.S. has made no decision about withdrawing troops from Iraq. That's what Defense Secretary Mark Esper said today in a response to a letter from a senior military officer that appeared to suggest a withdrawal was already underway. Esper told reporters the U.S. is not pulling out of Iraq. The United Nations chief warns that global tensions are at their highest level this century. Secretary General Antonio Guterres today urged for peace and cooperation. Former White House National Security Advisor John Bolton says he is prepared to testify if he is subpoenaed by the Senate in the impeachment trial of President Trump. It's unclear whether Bolton's testimony would hurt or help Mr. Trump. 
The two clashed while Bolton was in the White House. No date has been set for a Senate trial. Stocks pushed higher on Wall Street. The Dow up 69. This is SRN News. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little solution we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money too our service is free don't miss the great savings call now 800-651-3235 800-651-3235 that's 800-651-3235 health markets insurance agency is dba of insphere insurance solutions inc licensed in all states product availability varies a family was setting up their nativity scene one christmas when suddenly little johnny yelled out dad jesus is missing if we can't find the baby jesus then there's no reason to put up the manger at all if jesus is not the center of our church our family our relationships our personal life indeed if he's not the center of everything, then there's really little reason to expect those experiences to be all God wants them to be. The Apostle Paul put it well when he said, for me to live is Christ. May Jesus Christ be life to you as well. And this is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's Son, Jesus Christ, on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. That's Route66life.com. Route 66. Start your journey home today. Listen to us wherever and whenever by downloading our mobile app, streaming at our website, or on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interaction. It's important that we help our children set boundaries, to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation, and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com. Can't you, can't you, can't you take it in? Do what you know you've never been is 
we're back. In case you're wondering, I already heard from our producer, Jose Cruz, claiming no responsibility whatsoever <laughs> for this bumper. First, I thought it was a heart monitoring machine. I thought, well, let me just listen and see whether it lives or dies. I've never, I've never heard this at all, ever, ever. I mean, ever. But it's all right. It's we're back, and Jose claims no responsibility, and I'm, I'm in that camp. Uh, Your old producer had a bizarre sense of musical taste. He did. He was eclectic. He was very out there. Very, very, very. Well, this. Yes, yes, but he wouldn't think he was out there. He thought he'd be right in the center. But anyway, and by the way, magnificent guy. So don't don't misread anything what we're saying. Um, and I wish him well. Now we're talking about the president, and we're talking about where we are at today, beginning of 2020. I want to say something that might be a little radical for some of you. Have you thanked the Lord for Donald Trump? (laughs) Let me talk about religious liberty. If you go back and start reading where this federal government was going under the leadership of President Barack Obama, this government, this, this federal government very much was anti-religious freedom, and certainly, had there been a different set of circumstances, who knows where the battles we would be fighting today for religious liberty. It was getting bad. And I also remind you that we were talking a lot about the pendulum. You know, the pendulum goes both ways. And we've had Republican conservative leadership in this state. When I say conservative, mostly conservative, because we certainly have had some some wild ideas out of the Republicans. But uh, you get what I mean. And, and so we really dodged a bullet when President Donald Trump got elected. Now, I'll be the first to tell you he made promises, and I'm in that camp. I'll forever have to pay the price. I was not. I was never a never Trumper, but I wasn't a first Trumper either. Had a couple of relationships here with our our governor, who, as he resurfaced on the national scene, Governor Jeb Bush loved the guy, but didn't have it together. Loved Marco Rubio, but uh, he also didn't have the mojo to go. And we, you know, we went through a couple of candidates, but anyway. Donald Trump, as soon as he was a nominee, he's my guy because of the alternative. And now if we were voting for a pastor or for a chairman of deacons, I might have I might have set it out, but we weren't. We were we were dealing with a public official who has to live in the world of compromise. Something that we have a hard time with, those of us who are practicing Christians. But just remember where we were headed. The president said, and I quote last Friday at the megachurch rally, Evangelicals for Trump, the president said, we're defending religion itself. A society without religion cannot prosper. A nation without faith cannot endure. 
we can't let one of our radical left friends come in here because everything we've done will be gone in short order. Now, I want you to take that quote, and I want you to erase who said it. Erase that President Trump said that. Let's take the statement itself. And I said earlier, chances are the president didn't write this speech, but the president does have very key advisors in the areas that he has taken strong stance. A stance that, look, my, my, my vote for President Trump was, was a leap of faith because he certainly had certain issues in his background, certain positions he's taken, friends that he hung out with, but he, he pledged that he was now going conservative, and in many ways socially conservative, and that he would be fighting for religious liberty. Remember that we, we, we had to take that vote? The other, the other candidate certainly wasn't going to be anywhere near any of those promises, so we had to take that leap of faith. Could have gone the other way, but it didn't. So let's forget who made this quote, but just listen to these words. If you disagree with the words, call me at 877-943-9673. Now, I'm not talking about talking about your displeasure from President Trump or those that feel he's a hypocrite, he doesn't really believe this. Well, this, this, he's already got a proven track record that his statements and in the, in the positions of his administration, those are his staked out positions. So again, let me read this, share with us. President said, but forget it was the president, just these words. Would you agree or disagree that this administration is defending religious liberty? Are they, are they defending religious liberty here in America, but also abroad. There's a record there. Do you believe that if the Christian faith and other faiths were to disappear, and man just does what's right in his own eyes, women just do what's right in their own eyes, do you think the American society can move forward and prosper in a total void. Now remember that there are a large number of people in this country who believe that, that we would be better in a religion-free, in a vacuum-free sort of society. I don't believe that. Do you believe that a nation without faith can endure? If any of you are honest historians, you've got a lot of examples of nations that rose to power, of nations that were powerful, and then once they got to the top of the of the playground, they didn't have to be powerful, they didn't have to be strategic. So what do they do? They started enjoying being on top of the mountain. seeking ever more ways to invite in pleasure in so many ways. How many times have we heard of the countries that were not defeated from outside forces, they were defeated from their own actions within? 
So I think that's a true statement. A nation without faith cannot endure. Too many of them are in the in the garbage heap of history. And, you know, the Bible talks about leaven, one little piece of leaven getting in to spoil the whole loaf. How about this? Uh, and, again, these are, these are just positions. I'm not making any personal assessments about anybody personally. But uh, we can't let one of our radical left friends come in here because everything we've done will be gone in short order. Let me ask you a question. From what you have seen in the so-called deep state, what you have seen in the upper echelons of the FBI, more to come forward, has your eyes really been opened as to what goes on behind the scenes? You know, I wanted to go see the Richard Jewell movie. And I want to apologize to you because... Before I did my deep, deep dive research, I said, hey, I think everybody ought to go see this movie to understand what happened with the FBI and this innocent man. Well, I have to retract that, just as a side note. I didn't go see that movie. Too many F-bombs. Be honest with you. We were going to see that movie last week as one of our Christmas movies, and upon my investigation, it was like, no, not going to do it. I will also tell you, out of curiosity, I was going to go see the infamous movie about sexual harassment uh, at Fox News until I learned about all the F-bombs. And so unless I am compelled, and sometimes I'm compelled by my responsibilities here to, to, to see certain things, I just want to tell you that uh, there's no doubt that the culture that we're in we have a gatekeeper. And I, I tell you what, if you compare the lives of some of the early apostles, you know, Peter, who always had hoof and mouth disease. Uh, we had Thomas say, hey, unless you show me, I don't believe anything. And then we've got the brothers talking about, hey, Jesus, hey, can I sit next to you in the kingdom? Hello? <laughs> So, yeah, we've got a president that, uh, by his outward demonstrations, if he has, in fact, accepted the Lord for his, as his Savior, uh, we don't know. You don't know if I'm saved. I don't know if you're saved. We don't know if anybody around. We don't know if your spouse is saved. We really don't know if your kids are saved. You see outward indications, but the only two people that know is that person and the Lord. But certainly from outer appearances, the president has a, well, got a little ways to go in some areas, if you understand what I'm saying. That doesn't mean that in my assessment, and I'm looking at what's happening in all of the environment, that God is not using him. He's a very, very confrontational, abrupt guy. But the mess that we have in the bureaucracy of Washington, I ponder more and more about his selection to be used for God's purposes. And so with that, just some thoughts about this whole idea that we should not mix mix 
or talk about religion. Shouldn't talk about politics. Well, I'll leave you with this. You've heard me say this many times. The wisdom and the blessing of our founding fathers, they gave us a republic. And though Nancy Pelosi sort of used this line, but it's true, we've been given a republic if we can keep it. And the question is, can we keep it? And not for the reasons of what I believe the left has put have put forward, but I believe that if we are not careful, and if we don't stand with issues, even though some may have to hold their nose with the messenger, if we stay at home, as I believe some are contemplating because of the president's outward uh, reaction, we could very well find ourselves in a very different America, not four or eight years out, but right around the corner. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll take your thoughts. for veterans is to be heard, and VA is listening. Appeals modernization is changing the way VA decision disagreements are processed for the better. Veterans, if you disagree with an initial VA claim decision received after February 2019, you have a choice of three review lanes. Contact an accredited representative to help you decide which choice is right for you. For more information, visit va.gov decision hyphen reviews. I can take control of VA's new, faster review process. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allows me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. 
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates, and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. New York Times columnist David Brooks wants Democrats to drop their impeachment gambit. His colleague Brett Stevens wants Democrat presidential candidates to pare down their essentially socialist proposals that would Venezuela. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with some final thoughts as we wrap up my first day back here on the microphone for the first year. I should say the first week or so of 2020. I meant to say the first, my first day in the new decade. My final thoughts is another sign of the times. Isn't it amazing to see the the very quick proliferation of anti-Semitism across the globe, and especially also here in America. You know, maybe I was young and naive, but when I learned about and continue to learn about the atrocities of Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, and quite frankly, remember, there's always been atrocities, atrocities by the Chinese, not only take no prisoners, but also, you know, the Japanese had their saying for their people, hey, if you get captured, you're a non-person. Don't try to contact your family. Don't kind of try to contact us. If you get yourself captured, we disown you. So there's been a lot of, of evilness. But I just want to call your attention in this new year that If you spend any time looking at some of the newsreels of when the concentration camps were were given their freedom of of those which were Jews, homosexuals, etc., etc., it's amazing that in my lifetime, I was born shortly after that, but in our lifetime, not only is the Holocaust denied, but the anti-Semitism that is risen. Now Sunday, yesterday, I was glad to see that some people stood up against anti-Semitism. And they, uh, it wasn't just a few, it was thousands of people in New York. About 25,000 people, to be a little more accurate, came out together in lower Manhattan in a reference to anti-Semitism no hate no fear 
And as you probably, if I hope you're praying and following the events in New York, we've had a wave, a series of anti-Semitic attacks. It was billed as a solidarity march. It kicked off yesterday by 11 o'clock. And it wasn't just Jewish people. It was Jews and non-Jews. And while I was away, as Jews were celebrating Hanukkah, there was a very devout Jew, group of Jews, Hasidic Jews. They were in a rabbi's home in Monse, M-O-N-S-E-Y, Monse, New York. Had a machete, a machete, and a machete he attacked. Five people. There were 13 reported anti-Semitic attacks in New York and New Jersey. And remember the two anti-Semites in Jersey City, that kosher grocery store, where Jews were killed as well. Not just in New York, but Issues in Los Angeles, Chicago, and the expert tell us, experts tell us that it's likely to hit an all-time 18-year high. That comes from the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism at California State University in San Bernardino. So, I just wanted to point this out as we go into the new year that You and I can make a difference. We can make a difference every day of our lives. Today we went to, uh, had a chance to break bread with a brother in the Lord, and uh, uh, we asked the waitress uh, if we could pray for her. And She's a single mom and uh, struggling. Just had a baby that's three or four months old, and she's having to be back out in the workplace as a, as a server, and uh, we prayed for her. She asked for, for to have better times ahead. And there are there are hurting people all around us. So you never know it. She had a smiling face. She was doing exactly what she was paid to do. Would be a great, uh, gracious host. But as soon as we asked to pray for her, this serious look came came upon her face. You can have that impact every time you go out to eat. You can do that every time you're holding the door for someone. And I know I've held the door recently for, and been recently, but I remember I held the door for a woman and she looked at me like I was the baddest thing on the planet. You know what I mean? But uh, you can do that as well. And so if we're going to change this world and if we're going to be better prepared for what I believe is the end times, hey, you and I, if we step up, we can make a difference. And we may not be able to save all those starfish on the seashore, but if we save, if we can save a few, and they inherit eternal life, wow, even if it was just one. Well, that'll wrap up this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. As always, it's been our pleasure to be with you today. Looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow, another day of service and blessing. Until the 3 o'clock hour, I'm Bill Bunkley, along with your producer, Jose Cruz, wishing you a blessed evening. Until tomorrow, God bless and good night.